open the door. Let my love open the door. What a happy song, man. You gotta be bobbing to this right now. Yeah. We're both bobbing to this right now. <laughs> it's Friday, man. So happy. This is Let My Love Open the Door by Pete Townshed. Pete who? Townshed? Townshed. I honestly heard you say Townshed. No, no, no. <laughs> Townshed. Yeah. Y'all. Classic. What a great song. Classic Pete. Open the door. Let my love open the door. Where? To your heart. Hey. Anyways. We were talking about generic songs last week or last Monday and... Uh, let my love unlock the door to your heart. Is that what you, yeah. Let my love open the door to your heart. Yeah, that is very generic, but man, is that not the best feeling ever? Like it when is. you just unlock someone with, you know, and then you just open their door, the guards come down. Man, that's hard. Yeah. Lo- love is such a big ass topic that I think that's why a lot of songwriters do it, but we've already talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I like to start a podcast off with such like a boppy, cheery song, you know, yeah. like, hey, let my love open the door. No, that's a good song, it's man. It's so good. I, I heard it last night because I watched Mr. Deeds. Remember Mr. Deeds? Yeah, what a great movie. I watched it last night and I realized that Adam Sandler has this, uh, he has this love for creating characters that are sort of the the underdog. He loves mm-hmm. that like, oh, well, I'm really nice. And geez, well, I don't know if you want to do <laughs> And then he's always a wholesome, nice dude. Yeah, He's that guy in Mr. Deeds. Longfellow Deeds was his name. Yeah. And he's this like small town guy that is unexposed to the big city arrogance and then you have the guy in 51st dates same kind of things like well i love her and i don't care if she forgets me every day i'm gonna be there every like you know yeah, like, yeah, yeah. there's charm in his characters and he likes the same just type. good through and through just a good person with a good heart i think that's they all have good hearts yeah you know um water boy <laughs> well water yeah bubble, bubble boy was a different one yeah. too <laughs> <laughs> such good characters. He's, he's a funny dude, man. But th- that'll be that'll transition us nice to today's topic, which is do nice guys finish last? And we'll get there eventually, but mm. that's a topic I want to talk about because so many people, I talked about this in a video recently, so many people put away their niceness or their funniness or their kind-heartedness Whenever girls are around and I see them bring out this more bold and surface level, strong personality that it's interesting because I'm not saying that there's one type for every person, but I notice that the nice qualities of a, in quotations, nice guy diminish a lot of the time because there's that fear. Do they finish last? Yeah. That vulnerability, man. Vulnerability. But oftentimes people... They're getting it from somewhere, right? Like, what is a nice guy? Who is a nice guy? It's because they've got it from somewhere. Yeah. You know? Like, is there someone you look up to? Heroes, man? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of heroes. Who, growing up... And I really look up to heroes. I don't, I don't want a whole bunch. Growing up, who is your biggest influence that lasts? Because I know it's always changing. But who is the most impactful Who's the most impactful hero? And don't feel obligated to say when your parents. I, w- I want to know. No, no, no. Goku was huge for me from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Super huge. Um, I think like actual, actual, not actual heroes, but like someone that is actually my hero. Um, I'm going to say like, 
I don't know why either Oprah or Martin Luther King. Sure. Big figures. Big. And why? Well, what Big. what character traits did they have that you were like, I want that? Just like their their way of just like connecting with people, right? And just like I don't know, being open with what made them so different. I'm trying to group Oprah and Martin Luther King together here. But, you know, they both had, like, certain, like, uniqueness that they were very open about. And they were also, like, I think they were unapologetic about trying to, yes, I am trying to get your attention. Yes, I do want to be, uh, I do want to have a large voice. I do want to have a large platform. Because a lot of times I think people do want a large voice and a large platform. But they kind of say, oh, wait, am I coming off as too selfish or too cocky or it's too like much too much like it's it's almost like weird to have like a large or to want to have a large platform but like it's well it, there's it's a level of like way. it's you're conceited yeah you're conceited you that's seek, the word. seek after a large audience and i've learned this too that oftentimes um yeah there's this inner voice that says you're being too much yeah you're being too much tone it down and that's not true yeah it's not true because i said this in a video recently too like you need to find people that don't think you're too much mm -hmm. that think you're just you and that's okay because people that are like oh you're too much like wow you're a lot it's like am i a lot am i a lot for you yeah that's okay if i'm a lot for you but don't speak for everyone in this room saying that i'm being like obnoxious like, you know there is universal obnoxiousness when like someone's drunk and they're yelling and they're dancing on a table you know yeah yeah but no. even still, you'll find people that embrace that, you know? Yeah. There's a flavor for everyone. But for me, honestly, that's like, it's just a trait that not a lot of people talk about. I mean, there's obviously the million reasons why, uh, you know, the obvious reasons why some people are heroes or why Martin Luther King or Oprah are heroes to others. But for me, a little under the radar thing that I really appreciate was like how their their want of a larger platform and a larger voice comes for good as opposed to, oh, or just comes out as, oh, they're just conceited. You know what I mean? Um, they don't, they want fame or something. Yeah, I mean, I've talked right. about it before on the podcast where it's like, you know, I do want to have a platform of doing nice things to others, but you know, a lot, the struggle with that is that, yeah, you can come off as conceited. But no, I want to have a huge platform to show that niceness and being kind to others actually wins. And I want to have the largest platform possible to do that. Um, I agree. It's hard to do that, though. Because when you do something nice, yeah. people often think there's an underlining message of why did they do that? Because yes. when you're mean, I think it's easier and more acceptable to understand why someone was mean. Oh, maybe they pissed them off. Maybe they're just an asshole, whatever. But when you're nice... In today's world, there's a sense of what's the motive there? Yeah, what's in it for them? Are they trying to make themselves look good? And it's like you're actually following a very small pool of people I know mm -hmm. that want to chase after helping people mm -hmm. and not necessarily have a good cause for it. It's just you'll know when people want to help people. Yeah. You know, there's a sense there or a sensation. I think if I look at my heroes from the past, there's two categories for yeah. me. Um, heart is just a metaphorical thing. I think heart is an emotion that's in us in different ways. But my grandmother, 
uh, my dad's side, also my mom's side, were both the most loving, accepting people that would laugh at people's jokes. And their main focus was to make people feel good about who they are. Mm -hmm. I remember as a kid, and yes, obviously I was their family and it's, it's going to be a little biased, but I would run up to my, my Nana and I would tell her a joke, even if I didn't know the punchline, it didn't make sense. And I remember her laughing and looking at me and that's wow. like when I remember when she was uh, passing away, she was in a hospice. It was such an emotional time for me because I'm like, I don't know anybody on this earth currently that has the same um, sort of mentality or feelings towards people. Mm. Very old school, love everyone, make people feel good, laugh, appreciate everyone, appreciate even if they're classified as uncool in your world. Yeah, you would still sit down with them and just talk to them because you realize every single person on this planet has the same need of needing to be heard, yeah. needing to be loved, needing needing to feel uh, like they're enough. Yeah, needing to share yeah. themselves or other things with. And and so like. That was one thing my Nana did was she always made time for me at any time to say that I was enough compared to my brothers, compared to like my cousins. Like there was a lot of kids at the time and she gave us all the attention we needed. Um, on the flip side of that, personality wise, I think I've always looked up to Jay Leno, mm. Jimmy Fallon and Tom DeLonge. What's, what do you see in Jay Leno? I don't like the guy. Jay Leno and Jimmy Fallon are two of the same for me. That they have clean humor, mm. they're funny, and they've got a level of class. Career moves, uh, not talking about that at all. We're talking <laughs> about what they've done career building-wise, yeah, yeah, yeah. that they have clean humor. You know how easy, and I've talked about this before, how easy it is to be raunchy and raw and dirty and be funny? Yeah. But it's so much harder to be relatively PG-13 funny. And those two guys have been able to do it, and you often look at them as gentle. Yeah. So that's them. Tom DeLong has a sense of him just doing him. Like, I'm going to tell funny sexual jokes, and it's okay because it's funny at any age. And yeah. he follows his passion with aliens, and he doesn't care if people think he's weird. So combine all those people, and that's where I've gotten my backbone of what I want to do with my life. Wow, I think I see that a lot. Yeah? Of all four, including, I guess, your grandma's qualities. Mm -hmm. It's important. Like... We talked about this briefly before we started this podcast. Like the question is, does everyone want to be a hero? Yeah, that's that's the question, and it's like it's crazy to see that. I think a lot of people, not a lot, but like I definitely know a few people that don't want to be a hero. There's no interest in being a hero. Um, and you know, like I, I'd imagine, even those that are not interested sometimes do come off. I'm sure making a generalization about your grandma, she probably didn't want to be a hero for anyone, right? But she still was in her own right. Right. But there's, like, when you go to the movies as a kid, mm -hmm. I, I knew kids at birthday parties that would look at the villain and be like, he's so cool. Yeah. Oh, and you'd play these games at home, imaginary games, and they're like, okay, I'll be this guy. And I always thought, why would you want to be the guy that causes havoc? And it's like, oh, because he's cool. He gets guns. He's got scars, blood, you know? Yeah. That there's something in the villain that people that resonates with people, obviously. Yeah. Even the Joker, you look at the Joker and why so many people loved the Joker. And even though he was such a psychotic killer yeah. of a person, but there's traits there that obviously sit in them that are like, no, I could see where the Joker's coming from. Yeah. And they yeah. don't like Batman, you know? Um, 
this will transition us into our topic of the nice guy and yeah. why does a nice guy finish last? And not everyone is the nice guy. Don't don't assume right away that you're the nice guy. Yeah. But if you've questioned this idea before, does the nice guy finish last? And last in a lot of senses is oftentimes in romantic relationships. Yeah, I mean that's the most obvious one is the you know the relationships. Yeah, it's not saying nice guys finish last with charity work or anything like that. It's this is more so there's if there's one question I get asked the most. Uh, whenever I do Q and A's or I'll give you advice yeah. on YouTube, it's always relationship based. This person is trying to get a girl, trying to get a boyfriend. Um, they're, you know, that's always romantic. And that's, I think the number one topic a lot of us struggle with because we're not really equipped with how to deal with it. Yeah. I, I don't buy it that everyone that says, oh, I guess she just doesn't want a nice person. You know, and then just they just dismiss it as like, I'm being nice and I deserve to have yeah, this. No, you don't deserve shit. You first off, you don't nice. deserve anything. <laughs> yeah. Secondly, a lot of the time they're underestimating things that they do that is not likable. Yeah. Just be let me let's be clear. Just because a girl doesn't like you or doesn't want to date you, doesn't mean you're perfect either. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you're the nice guy that's finishing last. Yeah. Don't. Don't poison the watering hole for everyone, every other nice guy. Because <laughs> maybe you also, like, are doing weird stuff that they don't like. Yeah. You know, not not everyone's into the nice guy. But today's uh, episode, I will actually hit you with science. That. On, on the nice guy. Yeah. Is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? And does the nice guy actually finish last? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to be your color commentator today for show, <laughs> because let me tell you, I got a lot to say here. Okay. So in this article on psychology today, and there, there is, um, citations on where each study was from. Okay. Mm. Uh, it says our culture, let's, let's do this. Our culture is full of examples of less than nice guys getting the girl or many girls. Okay. You have Barney Stinson. Mm. From How I Met Your Mother. The guy's a womanizer, always dating all these different girls. Not necessarily the nicest guy. My guy. You have Jordan Belfort of Wolf of Wall Street. Mm. Always got girls because he was able to talk his way through anything, you know? Yeah. This is often what a lot of us attribute these things to is the bad boy gets the girl because he's edgy. Uh, and there is stuff there that the girl... Or people in general. I don't want to. I don't want to generalize women, but this is catered more towards the women's psychology. Yeah. Uh, that people like project. They they see the bad boy as damage, or I could fix him, or he's so mysterious and edgy, and I want to fix. I want to yeah, be yeah. there for him. Um. Yeah. When you when you are able to change someone for the better, you can't. I know, but you, when you do change someone for the better, you know you feel good. But you're not even changing them. I think oftentimes we think we're the ones, the catalyst for them changing. Yeah. It's them changing within themselves. It's, yeah, it's a misunderstanding. We can't change anybody. Um, anyways, when a woman says he's nice, her ruling may actually be a polite rejection. Oh, he's nice. Yeah. You know, like, oh, do you like him? Yeah, like, he's nice. Mm. But what does that mean? It doesn't sound like there's much there. It's a, a recognition of some good qualities but overall, the evaluation of that sentence is, no, he's not for me. Yeah. 
Right? We can yeah. agree on that. It's like you're talking smack, but not you're not saying bad words about him. Yeah. Yeah, he's nice. So what did you think about? Well, he's nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what I'm hearing there is you don't like him. He's not for you. Yeah. So it says here that the trouble may be in how we're using the term nice. Okay. Um, it's generally defined as a constellation of traits that prioritize kindness, conscientiousness, warmth, and respect. Right? That's what nice mm-hmm. is. But when it comes to romantic side of things, I'm gonna, let's do this one. When it comes to romantic side, nice can be um, the opposite yeah. of bold, strong, sexy. Yeah. And instead be absorbed as needy, weak, predictable, boring, inexperienced, and unattractive. This is a uh, study that was done in 1999, so it mm. is dated. But... I don't know about you, but I've felt that before. For sure. When I try to be the nice guy with people, it is often the opposite of bold, strong, and sexy. Because yeah. bold, strong, and sexy is a little bit of an asshole, mm-hmm. a little bit of a dick. That's what bold and strong is. Yeah. But nice is gentle. And gentle is often associated with weak. And oh, yeah, they're so needy. But why are they needy? Because they're being nice? Yeah. And they'll change their words. I feel like girls will change their words. You know, if they're talking about someone actually being nice, if someone has a boyfriend and they're actually good to others, they're not going to say, oh, yeah, he's nice and this. No, he's going to be like, or she's going to be like, he's kind to others and he 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 cares about others, right? So they don't use the word nice, but they'll use, you know, caring and kindness and everything to specifically say how good they are. They where, will, where nice is, yeah, a negative. It's exactly it. Not that it's necessarily negative, but if a girl, oh, yeah, he's nice. That's, I would say, more negative. Yeah. But you're right. If a girl is into that person, there would be greater descriptions. He's yes. so kind the way he laughs, you know? Yeah. And he's so nice, you know? If nice really meant weak and boring, uh, however, then the nice guys wouldn't be attractive. Yeah. Right? The classic definition of nice is kind, emotionally sensitive, and caring about others. Mm. That sounds great. That sounds like what most people would want, right? Yeah. Um, let's see. This was clearly documented in a study uh, that was the dating ability of online profiles. So they had three things, okay? They had nice Todd. Todd was the, the person. Yeah. They had nice Todd. They had neutral Todd. And they had jerky Todd. This is a study. Todd the jerk. So these profiles, they were identical, except for the subtle suggestions of traditional qualities of niceness, okay? Mm. And women selected nice Todd as the person to date twice as often as they did neutral Todd. And more than eight times as frequent as jerky Todd. So this study was to show that nice guys do not finish last, and often they'll finish first eight times over, than, than jerky Todd. Yeah, man. So. It's. Mm. Um, even in dating, like, niceness kind of comes off as, as okay, this guy wants, like, I'm saying like those, like, like Tinder dating, let's say, right, or o- online dating, where if, like, hookup dating, let's, yeah, I'll call that, like, hookup dating. Yeah. A lot of people would be like, oh, you know, if he's nice, then he probably wants a relationship and he's not down to hook up, things like that. But it's just so different. You know, it's, you can hook up and be nice. You can be a nice person to others, 
and you can hook up with people. I think does that make sense? Absolutely, it does right. So I, I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. You're saying. Well, I think like hookup dating, that's not dating. That's just looking for hookups. Hookups. Yeah. Dating is literally giving someone the time of day to get to know them on a grander scale. Mm. On a beer. What is your biggest struggle with dating? Um, my biggest struggle is my own problem that I uh, that I expect too much from this person on the first date. I expect that I'm going to like fall in love, but that's not falling. Like you're picky? Are you, would you say you're picky? Yeah, I'm like super picky um, to an to an unfair amount to myself and to them because I'm expecting like I'm going to fall in love with this person. But like you'd fall in love with someone over time and over the struggles that you've shared and out of the wins that you've shared and everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not, and that's not going to happen with one date. Right. Right. But sometimes you sometimes you can just kind of know someone's not for you. So I don't know. I think that's my struggle. You? Um. Well, for me, uh, it has a lot to do with my career. Mm. I think if I get to know someone, if someone knows me before, let's say I'm dating someone. Yeah. Um. Oftentimes you'll Facebook them or you'll do some sort of background research, and if you search Dan Roto. Obviously, you're going to my YouTube account. Yeah. And my biggest struggle is people seeing my YouTube account and expecting them, like me, to be that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like I've got more to offer than that guy. And it's not that it's a misunderstood personality trait, mm-hmm. but it is, obviously, it's not me fully through and through. Um, but I'd say that's my biggest struggle when it comes mm. to dating is people having expectations of being that person. Yeah. Um, back to this study, this Todd study. Okay. Um, it said a refined look at the results show that nice Todd was seen as the better marriage partner, a steadier boyfriend and better platonic friend. Um, damn Todd gets it all. Nice Todd is though. He was not significantly preferred for short-term relationships. See hookup culture. So yeah, like, Long-term wise, nice Todd will always win. Yeah. Um, women in the study chose nice guy profiles over insensitive guy profiles, even when those insensitive, insensitive guys were more physically attractive. Mm. This is where I've got a tougher time. This was a study done in 2003. Obviously, it was connected to the same, to the yeah. other one. Um, being nice does come with some assumptions. Women typically perceive nice guys as intelligent, but less assertive. That's where this whole idea of nice guys finishing last comes from, is that they're not alpha. They're not they're bold. They're not bold, yeah. They don't have a backbone. Confident. Oh, no, you know, whatever you're okay with. Yeah, we'll eat wherever you want. Oh. Well, that gets annoying. Of course, yeah. I agree that gets annoying. But that does, that shouldn't be categorized as nice guy. Yeah. Um, other evidence suggests that women assume nice men are less sexually experienced and even less attractive. I can speak but, for that. That's true. But more interested in commitment. I don't think that's true. No, no, I'm kidding. I see, I see why it would be categorized. Yeah, yeah, as. Because they think nice guys... Essentially, they're saying that nice guys won't be risk takers. And I think in the sexual sense, they're going to say, oh, in bed, they're going to be boring because they're not going to take risks. They're not going to... That's so funny. They're not going to go places because they're too nice. They're going to let me be in charge. And th- that's where the lack of boldness comes in. But where... 
does that ever come from? Because yeah, I like think, that makes no sense. It makes know? no sense. Cause yeah, we'll eat wherever you want. And I, I don't yeah. know how to that. Eat wherever you want, but <laughs> I don't know how to bang. Missionary? <laughs> <laughs> Just vanilla. I, I like it. Vanilla. <laughs> That's the pro- Vanilla is the perfect yeah. word. They're, they're assuming that the nice guys in high school that might have been socially awkward, that yeah. might be nerdy, yeah. were the ones that grew up with inexperience or whatever. I don't know where Which is from. not true because, hey, they're probably the freakiest ones, you know? You want someone to eat your ass? Let me <laughs> <laughs> go for nice. <laughs> you think the jerk uh, is going to eat your ass? No. The, here's, here's, the <laughs> here's the problem with jerks, okay? Yeah. Um, and I definitely don't classify myself as a jerk by, by any means. Yeah. The jerk will offer a sensation for the girl of, you sort of need to please me. Mm-hmm. Because they they don't have the desire to want to please you. So you need to please me. And the girl feels like, okay, I've got a job. I've got a purpose. i got to win him over. He's the prize. Yeah. We view them as prizes. And when a girl knows that she can get the prize, being the nice guy, very easy. Well, he's not as much of a prize. That's true. You look at, you go to a carnival. You play the squirt gun game, whatever. Mm. And you have the big giant monkey or you have this little tiny monkey. Yeah. We all want the big giant monkey because that's the harder prize to get. But if you really think about it, you got to lug that big monkey around the whole fair. You got to find a place at home for that big ass monkey. It gets to a point where you're like, what am I going to do with this? It's actually not as convenient as the little monkey, but we only look at the little monkey as bad because, well, all I have to do is come third or fourth place Mm. to get that. Mm. So there is this prize mentality that, the asshole usually wins because they're harder to get. They're harder to understand. They're harder to crack. Yeah. So I want to I want to invest my time in trying to fix them and be with them. Yeah, which, by the way, for long-term relationships, like, I do think you should get someone that's, I don't know, you know, you know when we talk about, like, the one? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, it just makes sense. The one is not the attainable person because if, if he's the one for me and everyone can get him, what's the point? Does that make sense? I agree with you. Yeah. I agree in the sense that, if you have someone that's been with everyone that is willing to be with everyone, yeah. nothing saying bad about them, by the way. It's just saying like they're putting a, a message out there that they are easy relatively to easy to get, yeah. you know? So let's say, yeah, anyway. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, let's see. Women see nice guys as long-term relationship material. Mm. but not as the guys they might pursue for a fling. If so, this would suggest that until a woman is interested in establishing a steady partnership, she may sacrifice niceness for other desirable attributes. So Ah. ask yourself, when you're plugging in, does the nice guy finish last? Are you plugging it in when the girl won't sleep with you? Yeah. Because oftentimes in that sense, maybe the nice guy does not finish first, but maybe closer to last. Mm Mm-hmm. But the nice guy will always win in the long run. You'll get that girl for the rest of her life. You just may not get her for the f- first one or two just years. Just hold the nice. Of course hold the nice. Yeah. Just hold it, you know? It's like a little little army going in for invasion. Just hold. <laughs> hold. <laughs> She's hold. still interested in hooking up. Hold. Oh, <laughs> patient. <laughs> but at the same time, you don't want to... Well, I, this is a generalization, but in my opinion, I'm not going to want a girl that's been around half the city. And just be yeah. like, okay, now she's ready to settle down. No chance. Yeah. I want a girl with a little bit of uh, exclusivity. Yeah, it's retreat. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, <laughs> <It's> retreat. <laughs> so here's, here's how I look at it, right? Is And I've said this like since day one on this podcast, which is 
Don't find balance in the middle, is my suggestion. Find balance at the extremes, you know? Don't, if you're too nice, don't be like, ah, I'm going to try to be more jerky, right? No, just try to find balance at the extreme Well, because you're not being one or the other when you're doing that. No, but you could be a nice person, kind to others, and bold. Absolutely. The, you know what I mean? Not, they're not opposites. You're right. That's very no, right. No, you're right. What you're yeah. saying, you're right. So just be here and there. Be, uh, pay for the freaking dinner, but also know where the hell you want to eat. Or, you know, sometimes let her choose where to eat and sometimes tell her to be like, no, you pay this one. I don't there, know. You're right. There's, well. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. There, there is a <laughs> misconception, okay, that, and not misconception, sorry. There is an annoyance here. Okay, yeah. so I have friends that will, um, you'll say, hey, what do you want to do? Oh, like here, my cousin Jeremy, love the guy. He is awesome. He yeah. is single, by the way, ladies. And he has got an amazing heart, this guy. Jeremy, he knows this, okay? Mm. You'll hang out with him, and it, you'll be like, hey, man, what do you uh, what do you want to do? doesn't matter to me. I'm up for anything. The guy's literally up for anything. He's like that. And I've t- I had to have a discussion with him once. I just say, listen, man, you're making this harder than you do, than you think you're making it easy. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you think you're making it easy because you're saying I'm up for anything. Wow. But, but you're putting all of the pressure on me every time we hang out to decide what we do. <laughs> yeah. And he's he's gotten better at it and stuff like that. But that could be relatively annoying. And that's where the nice guy traits yeah. get sort of tainted and twisted. They're like, oh, they're never going to decide. I got to do all the work. I got to handhold them. Nice guys often get tied in with childlike, yeah. too gentle. No, what you said before, bold and kind are not opposites. Yeah. You can have bold and kind. And you will have the unlock. Ooh, if you do Absolutely. that. Um, By the way, my best friend just had that talk with me like a few months ago. Of like, bro, guy. You have look, to decide. I know. Look, I know you always say you're cool with anything, but just like, just, you know, it's annoying. Just decide. And the crazy is part annoying. is like, I am like the foodie in the group. You know what I mean? Like, I am the one who knows these places better than most, right? So I should make that decision. But to me, I was like, let me hold back on that. No. Because I don't want to no. come off as like, oh, let's go eat here and let's go eat here and let's go eat here. Because I was like, let me just respect the fact that they want to eat at other places. But Here's how it goes down. That's not really respect. If you're fearful of deciding where to go to eat or what to do because of how they're going to react yeah, and they're not going to say anything and you're worried about this growing underneath the scene and just be like, why yeah. didn't you tell me? then that's not the right person. If they're not going to mm. be straight up and say, hey, this is, I really wanted to eat chicken today. You know, <laughs> that's, that's, it's a two-way street. It could yeah. also be on them. Um, in 2006, there was a study that showed women prioritize physical attractiveness over kindness when describing their preference for short, short-term partner. This is another study. So we're seeing a, a trend here that yeah. women are more into maybe the bad boy or a short fling, mm-hmm. but again, not long-term. For long-term relationships, non-physical characteristics take precedence. Women care more about kindness and warmth and less about status and physical attractiveness for long-term relationships. Yeah. So, again, that proves nice guys do not finish last. In fact, they will finish for the long run. Yeah. It's just where we finish last or where we feel like we finish last is in the whole hookup culture that you're referencing, which is a lot of your 20s. Yeah. But I still think if you're just everyone, not, that sounds weird. If you're just, you know, 
if nice Todd is also edgy Todd, God damn. Like every you and know you can you, yeah, every and you can be. That's the that's the beautiful part about it. That's what I want to break. The freaking I want to scream from the top of the mountain is nice guy Todd can be edgy Todd. Yeah. Like and and have all the benefits of that. But oftentimes nice guy Todd doesn't even get the time of day to show edgy Todd because they've been profiled into a category of submissive. No, not for me. Too gentle. Not bold enough. I need a man. Yeah. What the f- hell does that mean? I need I need a man with muscle. He's going to tell me what to do. That's old school bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go into my DMs here. Right? Let's you know, do it. You know that's where it goes down. So uh, I asked out a girl. Well, I met her at a party. And I really hope she's not listening. But, you know, I kind of hope she's listening too because it's going to be jokes for all of us. Um, so I met her at a party. I was really nice to others, like kind to others, really chill, really polite, respectful. Okay. And it was one of those, like, you know, yeah, it's, it's the niceness that people are like not down for. Right. And after like a week, added her on, added her on Instagram. We start DMing each other. I was pretty bold. Right. So I actually just asked her out out of nowhere type of thing. And anyways, one of the things she said that she loved most about me, right? Oh, did she turn you down? No, she didn't. Okay. She's like, you are the most polite and well-mannered human being ever. It's why I already love you. Yeah, I'm down to go out. Right? It's that bold. Wow. It's that bold. Hey, we got DMs right here, man. Yeah, if you he, want to. He's got him. He's got him. <laughs> Um, it's that boldness, but also being kind to others, right? And I'm telling you, if you can just, again, we've said this before, I'm a six out of 10 physically, but if you're just bold and your personality is a little bigger, you're appeasing to that, that filter that Dan talked about, I think last Monday of like, sometimes you can build that filter for someone else. You know what I mean? Even if you're a six out of 10, you can make yeah, yourself an eight, let, nine, let, 10 no, out of 10. Let's talk about the scale system you're talking about. Yeah. Because this scale system is already skewed. Oh, you're, the fives. You're saying you're six out of ten on a physical trait, right? That's yeah. what you're referencing. Yes. Who said the physical scale is the one that holds all? It doesn't. Because what you're saying is you're a six out of ten physically, but your personality brings you up to an eight. That's bullshit. Why don't you make a scale of what your personality is? You're an eight out of ten, man. Oh, I'm a ten out of ten on personality. Okay, you're a ten out of ten. Yeah. So so <laughs> don't don't shoot yourself in the foot by saying, well, I'm a six out of ten. Who made the physical trait scale the priority? You're right. Nobody. You can also say that you're a 10 out of 10 on the scale of personality, and it can be more. For sure. I get what you're saying, the number thing where it's like, oh, what is she? Oh, she's a 10. Oh, what is she? He's a 4. You know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all physical. And physical, from what we're learning, does not become a factor in the long run when someone's looking to be with the nice guy. Yeah. And also, if you play your cards right, physical physicality, right? Though the studies suggest otherwise, I, I think also even even if you want to do a short term, you can play it in a way solely based on personality, guaranteed. I just yeah, you're right. Like the, the thing with studies is they take a generalization and they apply it to a point, right? So if you like think of like a funnel and it just boils down to one point, right? So the generalization is at the top of the funnel and it's going to boil down to one point, right? Which is what these studies conclusions are. Which is the conclusion is that 
physicality matters in the short term, but in the long term, physicality has very little to do with it, right? That's the boiled down concentrated point, right? And then what people do is they make a generalization out of that, right? So it's all good to see these studies and everything, but then to apply these studies to a person is not okay because who's to say that that person actually cares about physicality? Because if the study suggests that 60% or 80% of people are like this, who's to say that this person is that part of the 80%? Maybe they're part of the 20% who think, uh, nice Todd, I'm down to hook up with nice Todd. Does that make sense? Of course. Uh, they, hmm. they could be anywhere on this scale. Um, yeah. To, to back what you said with uh, a study, this was done in 1995, Okay. Um, they're saying, is niceness enough? Yeah. Can you just be nice or can you just be dominant? Yeah. And the answer is no. Um, it says, the real story appears to lie at the intersection of niceness and dominant characteristics. Okay. Mm. It revealed that what happens when dominance interacts with being nice, so you have both of those. Nice men who also showed evidence of social dominance were seen as even more attractive. In other words, dominance only makes a difference if a guy has already shown that he's nice. So if you're, if you're going to show something, be that if and if their generalization is that being nice is being gentle and submissive, show that first and then show dominance because they already know the nicest is in you. Yeah. Don't be dominant and then nice because it won't reflect the same. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Uh, it, said, it said, well, showing dominance alone, it had no impact on the judgments on uh, terms of if they're more. That's a good right? study. Um, basically, um, Harvard. This may give the nice guy out there some hope if they mistakenly think that being nice is a deterrent. Uh, nice is a foundational characteristic that has a positive influence on women's preferences. It's better to be nice, Todd, than jerky, Todd. So it's better to be the nice guy than the bad boy every time. Big wins, big wins for the nice ones. Man, I think Let me win. tell you, that's that's a huge win. Uh, but I, going back to heroes, I really wished my heroes were a little more tenacious. Like if I could be the one type of hero, like I just wish they were just a little more, and, and they were. Like let's say Martin Luther, he was huge in terms of tenacity and speaking up and being bold, but also being nice, mm -hmm. right? I just wish there was like, you know, I just want to bring like an athletic mentality. If you can be the Kobe Bryant of nice people, you know what I mean? Like just like that Mamba mentality of, of being nice to others. Mm -hmm. Ooh-wee. So imagine, imagine Martin Luther King Jr. had a freaking brand deal. Yo. <laughs> Yo. Listen, from all of this talk, there is the opposite side that we need to address too. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of people out there would be like, well, I'm a nice guy. Well, there's a flip side of things, okay? Mm -hmm. And we did briefly talk about this. Niceness in the sense of being respectful is the biggest thing. If you're nice and annoying, yeah. if you're nice and uh, aggressive, it's also a deterrent. It's too much. Yeah. You know, just by being nice isn't going to get you all the way to where you want to get. Um, there is another article that says the real reason why nice guys finish last, Okay. And it is, it is a psychological thing where, let's say a girl goes on a date with a guy, okay? Hold on, I'm going to guess it before you say the, the article. Is it because 
we, not we, is it because those nice people expect shit in return? No. Okay, keep going. It actually falls on the side of the person that's chasing the wrong one. Mm. This goes for both sides. If you're going on a date with a girl or a girl's going on a date with a guy. Yeah. we It's an internal thing. Why the nice guy finishes last. We go on a date. We love the person. They're awesome. They're, they're great. Okay. They're like the bad boy. But they don't text us the next day. We don't hear from them. Mm. They don't. There's no communication. Our internal uh, system of not feeling good enough gets triggered. And mm. that makes us want it even more. What, what did I do wrong? No, no. I need his approval. He didn't message me back. He didn't. She didn't talk to me. I need to figure out why. And we often put them on an invisible pedestal of them being better, that they know better, that they must have seen a flaw in me and mm. why I'm not as good. However, at the same time, that same girl might have a guy that has messaged her four times, called her beautiful, got her a gift. Okay, in, in a sense, that's not over the top. But no, he was never even considered. Wow. Why? Because he is uh, goes back to that prize. He's too easily attainable. Um, yeah, that's crazy. So there is an element that the that people need a challenge. We all want something that we think we can't have, and then when we get it, it's so much greater. Yeah. If you go to a tournament <clears throat> and the first place trophy is the same color as the participation trophy, is it really even feel that good? No, the first place trophy, as I point to my go karting one, yeah. it's gold, man. <laughs> it's a little taller. It's yeah. bigger. It's shinier. We want that because it's so much harder to get. But if the participation awards were all gold, shiny, mm. it loses its touch because everyone gets one regardless of how they perform. Yeah. So to go into a blanket statement of all of this, the nice guy does not finish last. Yeah. Figure out where the annoyances might come in or where you might be turning somebody off with. And don't be, um, don't be so persistent all the time. Because persistence can be viewed as unattractive. That you that you know what? I you're a great person and I, I appreciate I can get you, but I also want to see what happens here. Yeah. Because this person doesn't really want me and I want to know why they don't really want me. And if if I ever come to terms with why they don't want me or I'm over it, I'll come to you. And it's so garbage, man. Like that's such an awful way to be. Yeah. And that person who is nice doesn't deserve that. You know? Yeah. I, by the way, for me, one of the biggest annoyances with this whole niceness is what I'm trying to say is I hate, hate, hate when people are nice only because they expect it in return. If you're holding the door open for a girl because you're trying to get in bed with her, let me tell you, oh. you're not nice, bro. No, that's the definition. You're, you're a jerky. scumbag. Yeah. Like, if the, if that's your intention, then then you're shit. For sure, you should show your your best self Right, but don't don't do nice things for others expecting something in return. Right, like people see through that. Normal people see through that. Girls and guys will see through that. Like just everyone sees through that. Where it's like, well, I'm nice, so uh, you know, why why doesn't she want me? I, I was 100%. so nice. I I did this for her. I did that. Like you're a scumbag if you do that. Well, because what you're doing is you're tapping into a technique of. I'm going to mask the jerky side of me. You're and a make, make them think I'm nice. Yeah. And then uh, pounce. Yeah. 100%. You're a snake in the grass. You're Absolutely. a fraud. Absolutely. I can keep going. I hate, I just, I hate it. And, and I think that's, that's one of the big things of just being nice is like not 
expecting anything in return. Just keep being nice. Do and then, you. And in all fairness, that's a hard thing to do because at a certain point when you give, 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 mm-hmm. you'll have moments of weakness where you're like, when is it my turn? When yep. do I get it back? Mm-hmm. And it'll come eventually. And when it does, it'll be the greatest, most worthwhile thing ever. Yeah. Um, and by the way, like if someone shits on you, you know, and you all you do is give, 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 and they keep shitting on you. Well, like stop just, give, yeah. yeah, just don't give. Well, don't, but, don't, but don't spend your time around them anymore. Exactly, but don't expect that the more you give, you're finally going to get something back. You know what I mean? So this article says, um, in a complex world of women, yeah. the nice guys don't stand a chance because the truth is nice guys don't offer women a challenge. They're often boring, agreeable, and easily attained. Women barely break a sweat with them. So that's where there's a fine line. Be nice, but have self-respect. Know your worth. Know your value. And when you know your value, you'll accept things for only so far. I, like I've done this before where I'll be nice to a girl that I'll be interested in. And if I start to see the traits of they're not interested, I'll shut off. And when I shut off, they come yeah. right back. And I'm like, no. Like, you're only interested now because I'm not interested in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Happens. Damn. It says women want the chase. Mm. The thirst for wonder. <laughs> no girl talks like that. You know what? what problem- awful, listen, sorry. Listen to the article. Yeah. It actually says, so men, make women cry. Ignore them. Douse them with your sadistic M.O.'s. And you will find them hanging on to every word at your convenience. What? what the hell? Apparently, if you're the nice guy, your existence won't even appear in her radar. Wow. What no, a man, garbage. No, man, this is wrong, wrong. Like, this is wrong. Well, this is one of those, like, teen magazines. <laughs> yeah, like, wow, definitely. man. Some of those teen magazines are the worst, eh? Yeah. Have you, like... I, no, I've I read the, some. The article, like, um, when I'm cashing out the grocery store, Yeah, it'll be like, how to get them, like... And I'm like... This is for teenagers. Yeah. How to get them in, in eight hours. Yeah. In one school day. Damn. Yeah, no, like, no. This Teen is, magazines this so... are so bad. Listen, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Dan's having a moment to I'm, himself. This he is on the edge off. of his seat right now. It says, nice guys finish last because they should finish last. Women must first practice on a rough draft before framing a masterpiece. Off, 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 off. <laughs> Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. wait. That, that could be good. What? Say again. At the end of the day, once you've had your time of being With a jerk, the, you'll turn into the nice guy. You'll be a keeper. Okay. So, so, what, so yeah, they're saying in the beginning, they're going to go through all the shits, and then nice guys finish last because we're the ones they're going to end up with. Yes. We. <laughs> so it says, thanks, jerks. Your emotionalist charm and excessive lying serves help to women grow from being the naive girls they once were. You have paved the way for nice guys to finally get their shot. So really, it's true. Nice guys finish last, but they do <clears throat> finish. <laughs> ah, well done. So this article is... Still a little teeny, let uh, me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I didn't add in that <clears throat> finish. It actually says <clears throat> finish. Wow. Anyways, guys, I hope that you, you're you're pulling something from this podcast of like, nice guys do finish, not last. Like first. 
second. There's potential for nice guys to finish first, but with the right combination of dominance and kindness yeah. and big-hearted, and at the same time, understand that if there is the bad boy that is winning temporarily, that won't last. Yeah. That won't last. The bad boy never lasts. They always end up alone. Yeah, and also, you know what doesn't last? Trying to be nice if you're not really nice. <laughs> I love this. All right. He's not sitting with him. So. <laughs> it still does not sit with me, man. Yeah. It's just like, if you fake it for a day, you can fake it for a day. You will not fake this, and it will not. No. You're not nice, bro. You're just a It scum. comes from winning. Anyways, guys, <laughs> if you're a nice guy, just know you're appreciated, and you will have your miracle girl or guy someday. Or that brand deal. Or that brand deal. I don't know. Martin Luther King. Oh, he's a brand <laughs> we're going deal. back to that. <laughs> Anyways, always be nice, guys. You will win in the long run. Truly, we love you. Bye.